welcome to the Growing Hope podcast. Growing Hope is a charity providing free therapy for children and young people with additional needs in partnership with local churches across the UK. Growing Hope aims to grow hope for children, hope for families and hope in Jesus. This podcast provides short and easy to listen to practical tips for parents and carers supporting children and young people with additional needs. It's hosted by Dr. Naomi Graham, children's occupational therapist and founder and CEO of Growing Hope. Hi, I'm Naomi. Today's podcast is about another activity that all your children will do every day. It's about play. Play is something that's quite close to my heart. It's what I did a lot of my research about when I was studying um, for my PhD. And I looked at the play experience for children with high levels of physical disability due to cerebral palsy. But the main thing that I wanted to do was to be able to capture what play looked like from the perspective of a child, particularly for those children I was chatting to. There's a lot and lot of different research about play, but the kind of consensus is that play is any activity in which the player has a sense of freedom, choice and control. So that can look like lots and lots of different things and you'll know that play looks a bit different for each and every one of us. So I thought we'd take the similar approach as we did last week of questions and answers. So one of the questions that I sometimes get asked is, what if my child finds play physically difficult? This is obviously something that I looked at with my research. So I was asking children who had high levels of physical disability about what how they found play and, and what their experience of play was. And what I found was that actually children, despite their physical disabilities, loved to play and they didn't see themselves as having limited play in any way. So I was chatting to children who had a very high level of disability, who mainly used a wheelchair, who needed support to be able to move around. And yet they would often talk about how they're playing. So one of the little girls I filmed playing with a push chair and she was sitting on a chair for around 10 minutes and I was videoing her playing, but she was just sitting on a chair and holding a push chair. She'd occasionally lift the handles of the push chair up and down or say something to her dolly in the push chair. But when we talked about this play experience after it, she told me a really detailed story of how she'd been taking her baby to the park and how she had this really kind of elaborate play experience in those 10 minutes, which actually for me as an outsider, as an observer of the play, I may not have realised that unless I had asked the child. So I think the main thing in terms of play is actually being able to realise that it's not about our experience as an onlooker, it's about the experience that the child is having when they are playing. Something that is important and often asked to occupational therapists is how can I support my child's play? Well, there are lots of different ways that we can support play. Things like making sure that the environment is right for our child. So it may be that they need a particular setup. It might be that they need particular items that are motivating for them to play with or sensory activities that can enable them to engage in play more easily. 
play is very complex. There are lots of different stages of play and lots of different ways in which children play. It might be that your child needs support to be able to engage in play activities. They might need someone to demonstrate to them how they could play with a particular object. But then it's also important to recognise that play is, is all about the perspective of the player. So letting your child be creative in the way that they play is also really important. Parents often ask me about their children finding social interaction difficult and being able to develop play skills for children who find that really hard. In terms of our social play, there are lots of different stages in terms of the way we play. We play initially on our own and then alongside another person and then we're able to start to interact with them. So we can kind of model the different steps of play for children. We can start to play alongside them. There's a strategy used in therapy called intensive interaction, which you'd have to ask a therapist to help train you on. But that can be an initial stage of kind of coming alongside your child and engaging and exploring in a playful um, kind of interaction with them. In terms of developing social skills, there are various social skills games out there which are really helpful. Even talking through with your child how you engage in a play activity. So for example, a child walks into a play park which has lots of children playing in it. It can be helpful for your child to know different ways that they could join in with the play. So they either could just go and join in, so they could go and climb next to a child who's climbing and then make a comment or tell them about something that they're doing. Or they could ask to play, so they could, you could teach your child to be able to ask, can I play too? Or they could suggest a game, you know, I have a game, would you like to play with me? And this is something you could practice with your child through role play or through talking about it or reflecting on it after an experience has happened. In a school setting, children can be supported to play by thinking about who their friends are or who are people that they might like to play with. So thinking about the people in your child's class, perhaps your child has someone that they could ask if they would like to play with them at playtime. And if social interaction is particularly difficult, perhaps that's something the school could support with helping children find buddies for participating in play at playtime. One of the questions that is also often asked is, how do I play with my child? It can feel quite difficult, can't it? As children, it comes so naturally to us to just start to play and to in enjoy whatever it is that we're doing and to enjoy spending time with the people that we're spending time with. But when we come to having to engage in play when we're an adult, it can feel slightly awkward and we can start to find it difficult. But it is possible and um, it's something to practice, definitely, but it's a really helpful way I find to be able to delight with children. Delight is one of the kind of core things that we talk about in the Circle of Security parenting course. It's an attachment research-based parenting course developed by some professionals in America. It's a course that we run through Growing Hope. But one of the things that is talked about in terms of enabling your child to develop secure attachments is having moments of delight 
over your child and have shared the light with your child. So really enjoying something with them and delighting in them as they do that. And that's a really helpful thing of play. We can just think about, you know, what brings me joy? What brings my child joy? What are those times where we have just heartily laughed at something because it's been really funny and we've shared in that together? Trying to create those moments, so choosing to just have lots of fun, even if the play doesn't have a particular purpose or, you know, even if you're using an object not in the way you should use the the object. We often have a difficulty with that as adults we want to use things in the way that they're designed to be used so trying to be creative in the way that we use things can be really helpful. You can also do things like just getting alongside your child and joining in with what they're doing. So if your child is playing with cars on the floor and um, putting them all into a line and making them go around the room, you could do exactly the same. You can also comment on your child's play or take cues from what it is that they're doing. So if they're playing with the red car, you could say, wow, the red car. If they make it zoom, you could say it's zooming. And then you could see if you can get your car to do a similar thing and see if their car wants to join in too. So why is play important? Play is one of the most important everyday activities that your children do. It's something that takes up a good majority of their time. It's talked about in research as having a really positive impact on children's development. Being able to play for play's sake, so just being able to join in and play without it having any kind of um, structure or outcome to it, play is seen to be positive for children's development, for their well-being, for their physical development, for their social development and their emotional development. So making sure that your child has loads of opportunities in the day where they can play um, as they'd like to. So, you know, we talked about giving a supportive environment that could be part of the support for your child's play may sometimes be you coming alongside them and and helping them play or showing them how they can explore an object. But over time, your child may learn to be able to have the opportunity to play by themselves as well. The other thing about play is that it leads to opportunities for connection. So being able to use play to connect with your child and delight in them like we just talked about earlier. Hopefully there have been some helpful ideas for you there, but the main thing to note is that making sure your child has opportunities to play, enabling and allowing play for play's sake, and taking as many moments to share delight with your child as possible. Thank you for listening to the Growing Hope podcast. To find out more about Growing Hope or to sign up to our monthly newsletter, go to our website, growinghope.org.uk.